Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Something to Bless podcast. I am so excited to be here with you. It is October, my favorite month of the entire year because, yes, it is my birthday. And I used to celebrate the entire month because it falls at the end of the month. I used to make a whole birthday list, pass it out whether you wanted it or not, had to strong arm a few people back in the day. Not that crazy anymore, but I do look forward to my birthday. Just just feels special. Doesn't it feel special when it's your birthday? Um, I have taken it off of social media for years. I just don't like all the attention, but I give myself attention. Shoot. The next time we meet, I will be another year older and wiser. Thank you. All right. Today we're talking about it's already done. And I know there are some of you out there who may not immediately believe that or receive that. But my hope is that after today's show, you will be more open to this idea and you will have some sort of expectancy around the things that are to come in your life. So that is the goal. We're going to jump in in just a moment. Before we do, two things. I see that we have a couple new reviews. So to those of you who left um, new reviews, thank you. We have some fresh blood in there. And if you haven't, please do that. It's real simple. You just go to the podcast, scroll to the bottom and write a review. And you can even just rate if if that's easier, which it probably is for some of you. Um, so do that. I really appreciate the help. Just getting it pushed out. More people need to hear the message and be blessed by some of these episodes, hopefully all of these episodes. But if you could share it with a friend, a family member on your social media, through a text, whatever, that would be a great help. Secondly, the show is brought to you by the Always Faithful Prayer Devotional. This is something that I created several months ago just as a way to have uh, something as part of my morning routine where I could have scripture and then pages for gratitude and and prayers and daily declarations. It is meant to inspire, empower, and encourage you. And I know it has made a really great gift for a lot of people. So grab your devotional. It is in the show notes. You can always find the link there. And that is it. Let's jump into the message. I love telling people it's already done before they go on a job interview or when they're putting a bid for a house, which like probably hasn't even happened. I'm just making that up right now. But you know, whenever somebody has something that they are facing or up against, I love to remind them that it's already done. So I don't know if you believe that or not. I hope you will by the end of this episode. If you don't, listen to it as many times as you need to, to let it sink in so that you do believe it because they are powerful words. When you believe it's already done, then it just takes away your worry and your stress and your fear about these things that I believe God already wrote out. They're done. What God has planned is. It just is. If you listen to my podcast a couple of episodes ago with Karina, which by the way, if you haven't, you need to. That is a must listen to. All my guests are amazing and have amazing stories. This one really shifted and touched hearts. You got to go back and listen. But she said on there that God has a plan, the devil has a plan, and then we have our own plan. Maybe she used the word will, but the same thing. There's God's plan, the devil's plan, and our plan. 
and this is going to seem confusing to some people, but just hang with me. While God may not plan everything that happens in our life, he definitely knows about everything. And at the end of the day, he is in full control. But it gets confusing and I totally get it because people are like, okay, if God knew that I was going to be hurt or this bad thing was going to happen, but he's supposed to be a good God who only has good things for me, why is he allowing these things to happen? What happened to his plan? And nobody's wrong for having any of these questions. It can be tough for all of us. Uh, No matter how mature we are in the faith, it's tough to understand. So we'll talk more about this. But if we look at scripture, we see in Psalm 139, 16, your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Before a single day came to be, our stories were already written from start to finish. That just blows my mind. And God is so good. He wrote a beautiful story for each and every one of us. But we live in the world, you guys. We are sinful and the enemy is lurking constantly. So while God's plan for us is good, we ourselves and the enemy get in the way and sometimes thwart God's plan. Don't know that word? Look it up. It's a good one. Okay. Now, to say and believe it's already done is something that that has to come to you by your own revelation. It's not something that you're going to be able to receive by looking at your circumstances as evidence. You have to go deeper into God's word and understand that God really does only have good things for us. I'm going to give you a list of what God is and what he's not. He is a God of order, not chaos, healing, not sickness, light, not darkness, courage, not fear, strength, not weakness. He's all of these things and he gives these things to us. We have these things inside of us. But if your thoughts reflect doom and gloom, guess what? That's where you're going to stay. That's where you are and that's where you'll stay. That's not where God has you, but that is where your thoughts and life has you. And I've been growing for many years now in my faith, uh, but it's only recently where I'm just, I'm at peace with knowing that my situation is already done. And yes, I do have days of frustration and impatience, but at the end of that day, I'm like, girl, it's already done. What are you, what are you doing? Like, it's done. Stop. I still have to show up. I still have to do all the things and I still have to pray, but it's done and I can sleep and I can keep my joy and my peace. And I'm excited because I know that something good is coming. I have so much goodness in my life right now and so do you. But there's this extra anticipation of what I'm looking forward to with the confidence of knowing that it's already done. And it's kind of like a vacation, right? You book the trip, you make all the arrangements to take that trip. It's happening. It's a year from now, so it seems like forever, and you can't wait. But the thought of it finally happening happening is so exciting. And that's just kind of how I feel. I don't have the dates on certain things, but I know it's happening. And some of you might be wondering, well, why do we still have to pray for these things if they're already done? God created prayer as our way of connecting with him and committing ourselves and our dependence on him. Can you imagine if we no longer needed to pray for things no longer needed to depend on God like no that that is our 
main communication line to God. And he loves it when we come and demonstrate that need and dependence on him. So whatever you have been listening to, believing in, spending your time on, I challenge you to ask yourself how it's all working for you. And not just in a literal sense, but stop and look at your mental and emotional and spiritual well-being. How are you? If you allow yourself to get hung up on the things that are happening in your life and you have a lot of doubt or negative thoughts about these things, that's not fun. They rob you of your peace, hope, and joy. And we don't want to be there. Nobody wants to be there. And God, most of all, does not want you there either. If you're a parent, you know how much it pains you when your child is stressed or sad or hurt or, or anything bad. That pains you as a parent. Well, God feels the same way when we are suffering and hurting in any way whatsoever. But it is our own thinking and the posture of our own heart that often keeps us from receiving the full blessing that God has to offer. When I think about Psalm 139:16, God knew every detail of your life before you ever existed. I'm kind of paraphrasing that one there. I think about how he knew who I would marry how many children I would have and what each of them would look like and be like. He knew the work that I would do, my interests, my passions, my weaknesses and pains. He knew everything up to the moment of my final breath on earth. And that trips me out. That's crazy. But that's God. As a parent myself, I don't know all these things about my children's lives. I'm very limited on what I know. I mean, I make plans for them and I make many decisions for their life. Well, at least the Last of the Mohicans that I'm raising now, two have already raised and they're out of the home. I still try to get up all up in their business too. But I don't know how things will go. I could only offer my best parenting. I can guide them and lead them and support them and love them and teach them. And everything else is up to God. But I have to believe with all my heart that God has amazing plans for each of them and that they will all come to believe the same for themselves. Ephesians 3.20 talks about how God has more for us than we could ever imagine. And I, I recently had a revelation with this scripture because I've heard it and read it a hundred times before. But someone came recently to our women's Bible study and shared this scripture and also how she came from a different state and she would have never imagined herself living in the San Diego area speaking to a group of women. And that just like hit me because that is exactly true for me too. I've spoken in front of women. I live in a beach town. I never ever, I'm from Eastside San Jose, I would never would have imagined living a mile from the beach. It's amazing. It's crazy. I would have never imagined that. And I am grateful every day for it. Um, I would have never imagined having the three children that I have doing the work that I'm now doing, including this, this podcast here. I never ever would have imagined these things. And I think so many of us don't realize that the lives that we're living right now is Ephesians 3.20 brought to life. Some of you guys might be saying, yeah, I never would have imagined I'd be living this life. But maybe you're saying that in not a good way. And that's why I'll just keep sending you back to God's word. God's plans for you are good. God came so that you may have life to the fullest. So grab your mats and get up. But then we go back to, well, why does God allow bad things to happen? There is so much sickness and pain. People are suffering in so many different 
ways? I don't know. I really don't know. Nobody knows. I do know that we live in a sin-filled world and the enemy is hard at work, like I mentioned earlier, around the clock. And I do also believe that God allows us to be tested and persecuted, pained, deeply pained, all of these things. But as far as why, I don't, I can't tell you. I know that one day it will all come together and be made right. It'll be perfect, just the way that he planned from the beginning And it is hard waiting sometimes, but if you hold on to that truth, that it will be okay. God will bring it together. That will get you through. When I was young, I had to go through some really tough years as a child. I had to watch my mom get beat up by her husband, and I was an innocent, helpless child, which led to a whole bunch of other trouble for me later on. I had to grow up in a home that I hated and deal with all kinds of shady people and different situations, none of them good. And later on, I had to endure a lot of pain in my relationship and marriage. And when I look at all these things now through a different lens, I see them for what they are, which is spiritual attacks rather than certain people being just bad or evil because the enemy has a lot more power than many of us realize. And I think it's important to understand what we're actually fighting against. And it's not God. There is a song called Back to Life. I love this song. I love this one verse. It says, the enemy thought he had me. Oh, all these deep and heavy things that we've had to endure that the enemy was counting on to take us out and didn't or couldn't is so empowering to me. God is so good and faithful. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And I know I, I said earlier that unless you're able to have your own revelation with this idea that it's already done, you probably can't receive it fully. And if that's you, I would encourage you to at least approach all the things in your life and your loved one's lives, because so many of us have loved ones that we're believing for or hoping for. Approach these things with the mindset that it's already done and make that your focus over thoughts like, it's too late, it'll never change or get better, it is what it is, that's not going to happen for me. If you choose doom and gloom as your focus, again, that is what you'll get and that is where you'll stay. And this kind of thinking and living doesn't get you any closer to living the fruitful life that you desire and that God has planned for you. Because when you can say and believe it's already done, your disappointments will be so much less. And not only less, but they're going to be replaced by serious hope, peace, trust, joy, and even excitement because you're taking God's word and you're standing on it for your life. We still need to pray about the things we want and hope for forever. That is our main line of connection to God. Again, it's how we show him our dependence. But he wants us to be courageous and confident in his promises and his character. He wants us to know that even because we will come against obstacles and trials, even then, he still has his plan for us. If he has something for us that is meant for us by his will, we need to align with that and know he'll see to it. He's God. 
when we're walking in trust and obedience, he loves to show his goodness and grace. So be confident of his power and his good plans for us and choose to focus on the truth that it's already done. Let him guide you day by day into his purpose and just show you the way. And I would even say, fight for what you wish to see. Fight for that marriage. Fight for your health. Fight for victory in addiction or or whatever pain or struggle you're going through it. You have to fight for these things. Guys, we're already healed and covered and restored and blessed. 1 Peter 2.24, and I'll leave you with this, in part says, by his wounds, you have been healed. It's already done. It doesn't say you will be healed. It says you have been healed. So take it and claim it for your life. Okay, that is all I have for you today. Remember to rate and review the show. Also, I have a couple of something to bless things in the works that will probably be here the next time we meet. Uh, But for now, the Something to Bless newsletter, it's a monthly newsletter, and it is only going to have things that are going to bless you. And they're going to show up right to your virtual doorstep through your email. So if you want to get on the list for that, it's easy. Go to my website, barbaragian.com and just uh, subscribe. Just enter your email. You'll be on the list and you will get the first Something to Bless newsletter coming up in just a couple weeks. It's going to be good. You don't want to miss it. All right, you guys, you take care. And until we meet again, be a blessing and be blessed.